Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. Hi, New City. I am so honored to be preaching this morning. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. Um, I am grateful to be here. And I wanted to let you know right off the bat that the message that has been laid on my heart today is one that I have struggled with all week. Um, It's not an easy message to hear. Um, There is good news at the end, I promise. Um, But it is a hard message. and also want to give you a heads up that this uh, sermon will contain brief references to um, police brutality and sexual assault. So the other day I saw a video posted by Sonia Renee Taylor in which she asks a really tricky yet very important question. She asks, so what do we do with the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. What does justice look like for them? And ever since then, that question has just been on my mind. You know, when we think about, when we're talking about having these conversations about defunding the police, about police abolition. And I wonder when we envision this world without police, where did the police go? Are they in prison? Are they in exile? Are they just gone? I, at this point, need to make a small confession that I may or may not have watched the VeggieTales Jonah movie in preparation for this sermon. Uh, It's actually not a bad movie. You should check it out. They have a free version on YouTube. Check it out. Um, but as you may remember, if you have seen this movie, the uh, in the movie, the city of Nineveh is portrayed, um, the people of Nineveh are portrayed as these wicked, wicked carrots who lie, they cheat, they steal, and worst of all, they slap each other with fishes. I know, pretty terrible. But all silliness aside, watching the movie actually made me realize just how big of an ask it was for God to send Jonah to prophesy to Nineveh. Because you see, Nineveh was the capital of the Assyrian people, and the Assyrians and Israelites were mortal enemies. They actually, you may remember them as the people, if you remember your Bible history trivia, um, the Assyrians were the people who ended up um, besieging Israel and um, taking them into captivity and into exile. So Jonah, actually, being a prophet, I've been thinking about this, he very well may have known that this was going to happen to his people, that the Assyrians were going to destroy his people because he was a prophet and because prophets hear things about the future from God. And so it's very possible that Jonah had every good reason to detest the Ninevites. 
Yet, God asked him to prophesy to these very people. So, in our story, Jonah ends up in Nineveh, he prophesies to the people, and surprise, the people actually listen to him. They repent, and they turn from their ways. And, like, this is a pretty major deal. We're told the king actually issues a decree for citywide repentance and all 120,000 people, I, I mean, that would have been a lot at the time, but they all repent. They turn from their fish-slapping ways and they decide to follow God. And that's pretty awesome. An entire city, a whole people who especially seemed far, far away from salvation, they actually find it. But Jonah isn't quite so stoked. In fact, he is he's pretty pissed about it. He did not actually want the people to repent. You can see this in the message that he preached to the people. He said, in 40 days, God is going to wipe out this city. That's it. No offer of repentance or here's what you can do to avoid this fate. He just says, your city's going to be destroyed and I'm going to be here to watch it. In fact, we actually end up finding out that the whole reason Jonah tried to flee in the other direction when God called him to Nineveh, if you remember this story, um, God called Jonah to Nineveh, Jonah runs the other direction, and that's how the whole, like, the whale thing and all of that, that's all because Jonah runs away from Nineveh and doesn't want to prophesy to Nineveh. And the reason we find out is because Jonah knew that the people were going to repent and that God was going to have mercy on them. He tells God, after God shows mercy, he says, I knew this was going to happen. I knew that the Ninevites were going to repent and that you were going to have mercy on them. I knew you were just going to let these punks slide. And it turns out that Jonah seemed to have just showed up to the city hoping to have a front row seat to see the city of evildoers wiped off the face of the earth. Because, I mean, that would feel pretty good, right? To see the wicked get their punishment? Don't we all want that? So Jonah puts up quite a big fuss when that's not what God does, when God spares the city. It turns out that Jonah was right about God, you see. God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. God loves even those we find it impossible to love. You see, if we truly are to imagine a more just world, transformative love cannot just be for victims. If we truly are to imagine a more just world, transformative love cannot just be for victims. Even harm doers, maybe especially harm doers, need to experience transformative love. As Sonia Renee Taylor says, part of abolition work is to decouple justice from vengeance, because that's that's how we so often think of justice as being paired with vengeance, that justice is about punishment and revenge and people getting what they deserve. But she says, we need to decouple justice from vengeance and return justice to love. 
In this story, we see that God's justice for the people of Nineveh actually looks like their salvation. God's justice looks like salvation. So if God's justice is salvation, then we need a bigger vision of what justice is. I believe that our very vision of justice has been corrupted by the empire. They have taught us that dehumanization is acceptable, that violence is acceptable, that exile and removal from community are what offenders require. But as in the words of our Lord, Audrey Lord, the master's tools will never dismantle the master's house. You see, justice is not achieved by repeating what our oppressors have done to us. That is our dehuman that is dehumanization. We won't achieve justice by doing the same thing to our oppressors that they have done to us. And I know, like I said, this is by no means an easy message to hear and to believe. And so I'd like to tell you a little bit about my story. Um, A number of years ago, I was sexually assaulted by a person I was dating at the time. And I have never, ever been hurt like that before in my life. And it has taken me years to heal and recover from that. And my healing process has involved, I won't say forgiveness. Forgiveness is such a loaded term and it comes with a lot of baggage, but something like release. Release of my offender from the hate that I was harboring toward him. I was having panic attacks. I was experiencing deep, deep depression and flashbacks. And holding on to this hate was allowing these things to continue. But I had to learn to release, to release that person from this hate and the hate that I harbored even toward myself. And I had to be willing, willing to envision that beloved community was possible even for my abuser. Even though I know what they did was so, so wrong, and I stand in that, at the same time, I know that in order for me to move on, I have had to release. Because this hate that I had to release, it makes no room for love. And if justice is about transformative love, then it has no room for hate. Even the hatred that is completely deserved, the hatred that is warranted, that is 100% justified, in order to allow myself to heal, I have had to honor both my human dignity and that of my oppressor, even though they refuse to do the same for me. 
because only after doing so can I imagine a world where truly all are free, all are beloved, and all experience belonging, mutual aid, and love. Now I want to clarify here that I'm not saying that those who have suffered harm are the ones responsible for transforming the harm that has happened to them. I don't want to frame this as responsibility or a mandate. Instead, I see it as an opportunity that those of us who have been harmed have the opportunity to see our harm transform, that we can heal in this way. And I believe the responsibility lies with a community that is the community's responsibility to do this work of transforming harm into love and into justice and holding abusers and offenders accountable because there still is a need for that even within transformative love. Yet many of us, we hold on to fear. We have a fear that God's love actually does include everyone. That God's love is bestowed even on our oppressors. Even those who have done great, great harm to us. You see, they may deny their own humanity by their actions, as they do, as did the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. They have denied their own humanity in their actions and continue to do so, but at the end of the day, they are deserving of transformative love. They are deserving of community. And that's the only way that all of us together are going to heal. And there's actually another level to this. Because for some of us, actually the most terrifying part about believing that God's love truly is for everyone is actually to believe that that love includes ourselves. That we are worthy and deserving, deserving of love. Instead, we often listen to the cops inside of us that tell us that we are not deserving of love, not deserving of grace, that we deserve punishment, that we deserve retribution, that we deserve isolation and wrath. So maybe, maybe the work of abolishing the police actually begins in our own hearts to abolish the police who hold us captive from the love that we deserve, the love that God extends to us even today. Beloved child of God, you are loved truly, deeply, unwaveringly, unconditionally. Despite your mistakes, despite your past, despite your failures, you are loved. And that, I believe, is some scandalously good news. <laughs>